Hey there, true believers, and welcome to the penultimate, the penultimate place to get your Marvel news, fireside chats on all things Marvel, and our MCU reviews. This is episode 39 of the Marvel Mondays Initiative, and today's topic is Guardians of the Freaking Galaxy, Volume 2. If you're listening on your favorite podcast service, feel free to give us a good rating on that platform, because that does indeed help us out, helps the algorithm, and helps us grow our audience. If you're watching on YouTube, consider dropping a like and sub. And don't forget to hit the bell to get notifications for all our shows like The Penultimate Game Show, The Cross Media Show, and Anime Nation. If you're watching on Twitch and have Amazon Prime, that means you have Prime Gaming, which means you have one free sub to give out, and we'd love it if you gave it to us. But if not, that is quite all right. We'll forgive you just this once. For those of you who don't know me, I am Christian Macias, your curator of cinema and host for the evening. Alongside me today, the friendly neighborhood co-host of all things Marvel and Destiny, especially in the next, like, two weeks or so, Destiny. The newest dad in town, Eric Segan. Hello, yeah, everyone you may know. I have test results that came in, thanks to Ruben. So, yeah, I had to check those out. It's all good. Doc <laughs> I said, was going to clip that out. Duh, duh, doctor said, uh, blood, blood looks good, so yay. Yes. I'm good. Awesome. Good. Nice. Very, you're the right. Other... It is a very two weeks. The next two weeks for me are about to be insane. Mm-hmm. I'm already insane. And rounding out the war table, of course, our one and only director of operations, Ben Guerrero. How's it going, ben. Christian? Thank I you. you. I appreciate you calling me by my true name. Uh, Christian, I'm also sorry that I tripped you up with the intro. I forgot to mention that it was new, you know. It's the first time me reading it, and I knew it changed because I was on the show with Ryan last week. Yeah, and he got tripped up as well. So I was like, "Okay, don't mess up." (laughs) I still messed up. It's okay. It happens. It happens. Uh, How you guys doing? It's been a while. Good. Uh, Something looks different about you, Ruben. Oh yes, Uh, I I am in the process. Not in the process. I have moved. I am currently in the process of getting my room uh, ready. So I got to go to IKEA this weekend. And buy a bookshelf to get rid of all these boxes behind me. Um, just act like they're not there, you know? What boxes? The ones uh, stacked behind you. No, no, I don't see any boxes. I just see a white wall. What kind of bo- uh, what kind of shelf are we talking? Are we talking the Calyx? Oh, what you is the s- other one? Do you want to see what it is? The lack. No, the lack? A- are you going to get the lack? Nah, I'm getting a Billy. I know the Billy. You're just saying yeah. No, a Billy, name. but like not the one. I'm getting the, the double. Wait, go check that I out. I don't think I've seen the. I don't think I've seen the double. Go check it oh, out. Oh, okay, Let's no, yeah. It. The Billy is the nicer one. It's yeah. like I think like ninety or hundred, but it's like it's nice. Yeah. It, well, the, the double one is like one eighty, but it's worth it. It looks pretty. Yeah. Nice. Looks pretty what nice color are you gonna get it in? Black, of course. Of course. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. It's gonna it's look white, good. It's white walls, you know. So I gotta. I'll set it with the black. Folks, we've got some housekeeping for you uh, if you want to timestamp this. Uh, Because I have no idea idea what time we're at. Otherwise, forget it. That's Uh, okay. If you're on on YouTube or you're checking out our YouTube page, you can check out my review of Sifu, uh, which is live. You can go check that out. Uh, Yeah, not much to say. Uh, Cool game. Very cool game. Some minor, some minor negatives about it some minor stuff about uh, the story but otherwise the gameplay fantastic check out sifu uh this this past week the old titan gang got together to talk about episodes 78 and 79 of attack on titan 
and that should be up uh, on podcast services and YouTube soon. TBD. Yeah, TBD. We'll find out. Yeah. And as always, please feel free to leave your thoughts and questions on our SpeakPipe at speakpipe.com slash penultimate conquest. Any other housekeeping I missed? Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. For now. Okay. Yeah. I thought so. I thought so. Easy does it. Uh, I, I'm for, I for sure have missed some Marvel news, but I think I got some of the bigger ones um, slated for us to talk about. So we'll get into the Marvel news in just a second. If I miss anything, yeah, we can just put it, like, slide it right, right after, you know? Otherwise, uh, for all you Oscars fans, Spider-Man No Way Home and uh, Shang-Chi earn Oscar nominations for Best VFX. Congratulations. Personally... I don't know. If, I don't know if I would have put them in best VFX. To be honest, I think the VFX is like not the greatest. I would have put them in maybe adapted screenplay, particularly Spider-Man, because that adapted screenplay uh, came from a storyline that was very much not liked by comic book fans, and people love No Way Home. So maybe put it in that category. I don't appreciate this. You know, we were pushing for best picture, at least Spider-Man No Way Home best picture, and quite honestly. I'm a little appalled at the Academy, Christian. We're gonna have to. I mean, come on. Listen, we're they gonna have to. Fuck, they put they put Belfast <laughs> and and being the Ricardos in there. Like we're gonna need to go down to the the Academy and have a word with them because this is unacceptable. All right, I got the okay from Kevin Feige. Uh, he said, "Just do what you gotta do. Just make sure you don't mention my name." I was like, "You got it." You but you mentioned it by name. I mean, Just down me. there. Uh, he, he said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In L.A. proper. Yeah. Here, here's what we got, Ruben, here. We got a bunch of old white guys who don't know shit about anything telling us what the best movies of the year are. You're going to tell me that Spider-Man No Way Home isn't as good as Don't Look Up? Isn't as it's good better as these other movies? It's definitely better than it's Don't Look <laughs> Up. <laughs> don't Look Up is really bad. And that's saying a why, lot because I love why that. Why we got these as best picture? Why do we got all this stuff right here? You know what? Peter Parker is laughing himself to the bank, Oscar voters, because he just passed $1.8 billion the wow. other day. What number is Peter Parker is? About to pass Avatar domestically. Which is wild. Now, we say this, but Avatar has like $30 billion. We're talking domestically, Ruben. Okay, I wanted to double We're not talking worldwide. Okay, all right. What what about worldwide? It's not, it's... 1.8, 1.8, Ruben. I no, I understand that, but what I'm saying is what, what number You've ruined the wrestling promo I was going to have I'm with sorry. this, Ruben. Go okay, ahead, the flow ahead. is ruined now I because you had to interject. Okay. Either way. Go ahead. Avatar 2.8 billion global. Yes. So, release in China, maybe. <laughs> so, here's here's the thing. This always happens, and I feel as though the pro- this is the problem with genre films. Like, they are always just pushed aside to this category. And it's difficult because you have the genre film awards, you have the Saturn awards, you have the uh, Fangoria awards. Like those are important, but those don't get like the attention, obviously, that the Oscars do. And I feel as though Eric, I, this, cutting out a little bit. I am. Am I cutting? I think you're out? good now. You're, good now. you're yeah. back. You're back. Okay, this is important uh, because I saw a lot <laughs> of stuff, especially you know with the Doctor Strange, and we're going to get into it here. Obviously, film Twitter is the worst. Okay, I'm just going to put that out there right now. Um, and so people are talking about how this looks like the first movie where 
there's an actual director directing an MCU movie. And let me just stop you right there, person oh. who's never who's never gone outside and touched grass before. Because we're gonna you, get no, you you can't go after the the people that are like the tweets that are promoted. They're like, oh, tweets you might like. Because I saw that one come across my feed too, and I was like, so this bad. person's obviously this per- it's obviously a trap. You it's can't follow so bad. This. So bad. Still, people feel like they should tweet these things, and it's insane. I just feel as though you're gonna tell Ryan Coogler, you're gonna tell James mm. Gunn, John Favreau, mm. Chloe Zhao, Academy mm. Ordering Director Chloe Zhao, that they don't know how to direct. What Taika Waititi? Right. I did see a funny one where it was like Sam Raimi showing Kevin Feige how to put color in his movie, and it was like that thing of Drake pointing to the thing on the screen. They're like, "Oh, what? Yeah, I got it. Got." It. Either way. I just feel bad because, like, genre movies, it's weird. Like, what would you rather have? Would you rather have all the money from the box office or would you rather have all the accolades? And I guess it's difficult because people put just as much love into genre movies as they do, like, the Oscar-winning films. So I feel as though it just sucks. It sucks that, you know, I'm very passionate about these films and the fact that they're always just, like, put in, like, the category. Like, okay, we'll put it off to the side real quick. Um that's why it was a big deal, you know, when Logan got nominated for Adaptive Screenplay. Like, that was, like, the first time I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And, like, obviously, you know, Dark Knight, uh, Heath Ledger winning for acting and stuff like that. It's just, it would have been fun. Like, obviously, this was the most loved movie of the past year. Like, No Way Home, nothing came even close. So, it's just, it's weird. Like I said, it's got all the money. It's probably got more money than all of the Best Picture films combined. Uh, so it's a bummer. I hope it yeah. wins. It won't because it's gonna go to Dune. But I digress. What? What are we talking about? Uh, which? Which? Effects. Oh, VFX. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Dune was pretty good as part of our great VFX. Great conversation that me, Christian, and Ryan had. Dune was a very, very good movie. But yeah, like, according to us, it rocked. <laughs> I mean, yes, it did. It definitely did. But like, come on, let's be serious. Spider Man: No Way Home. Was should should win Best Picture of 2021. That's all I'll say. It's not even nominated. What are you talking? Green Green Book's gonna come out from the the top Raptors and win Best Picture again this year. That's all I'll That's say. What's gonna happen? I legit wouldn't have minded um, like at all having Spider Man be nominated for Best Picture if like it meant that boring picks like Don't Look Up, Belfast, and like Beating the Ricardos and stuff like were omitted because those are very boring safe picks that the like older members of the academy always choose and like they're not very interesting they're not doing anything unique um and argue so i'd argue spider-man knowing home is probably like people would like that you know so andrew garfield i hope you win oscar for best actor you deserve it for tick tick boom i have uh, i have separate concerns with actors and actresses categories this year it is it is a terrible year drive my car is coming to hbo max next Mm. month i'm excited to watch that drive my Mm. car what is that uh it's a (laughs) Eric, first of all, I don't think you'd like it. It is a okay. three out. It's a three hour meditation on this playwright who's like processing grief. Fucking rocks. It's just vibes. Anyway, okay. interesting. interesting. Moving on to the, our next topic of Marvel news, we got a new TV spot for Moon Knight. This premiered, I think, yesterday before the Super Bowl. It was, it was like during the pregame. Okay, so that is technically before the Super Bowl. If you think My about it. My God, got me absolutely done me. I, I didn't see the TV spot, but I caught like a GIF of um, uh, like Moon Knight throwing his, or catching the the 
I don't know, battering they thing did, equivalent. They, they didn't show much. The Moon new. Knight ring. Uh, all I showed was like there was a cool shot where he's like jumping and these people shooting at him and his cape forms the crescent. Yep. Uh, that was really cool. And then catching the uh, and they showed a tattoo on I couldn't tell if it was on um, Ethan Hawke's arm. It was like uh, the scales probably of justice moving. Um, but we did get our first shot. Mr. Knight is coming to this show, which I'm very excited about. Uh, Moon Knight in oh. a nice suit. That's true. I I saw you tweeting about this as well earlier in the year, or in, in, the, in the week, not the year. <laughs> I mean, technically, you're not. Both are technically true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I did want to give a, a shout out to the Milwaukee Saints for winning the World Series Cup. Uh, I heard it was a very good game yesterday. It was, it was a good Super Bowl. Uh, it was a really good Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, some people on the ramps. I the. You know, Odell, I'm happy he won Super Bowl. Stuff yeah. like that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was, it was pretty much some of the other same footage we've seen from Moon Knight. The only thing new was just the crescent shot, and they put some new photos out of like him, what it looks like. He's at uh, a medieval or Renaissance fair or something, it looks like. Yeah. So. I did want to shout out. Uh, sorry, I know I'm regressing to the last uh, topic, but I just saw that Kevin Smith. Uh, called the Academy out on an episode of Fat Man Beyond for not including Spider-Man No Way Home in the Best Picture category. Quote, what the fuck? They got ten slots. They can't give one to the... Uh, sorry, they can't give one to the biggest fucking movie of the, uh, in the last three years. Apparently not, Kevin. Apparently not. Yeah, populist vote is, is a moment of, like a, a topic of contention. For this sure. Is one thing uh, I but can agree on. It, they they did, however, include a, a fan vote this year. If you tweet out their hashtag, the whatever movie gets the most votes at the end wins, and it it will be on screen that they win the fan favorite film. So I'm glad they got something like that, but I just feel so fucking cheap. Yeah, like oh here, it, yeah, oh, it does. Twitter had to say you were uh, either way. This yeah. is the Twitter award. That's it. I want to win the. No, do I want to? No, I don't want to win the Twitter award. You Never don't, mind. Take that you back. Don't, you don't. Yeah, I don't. Uh, this is this is the that was those were the appetizers. All right, this is the full meal. All right, Eric's getting ready. We got a trailer drop uh, at the beginning of the Super Bowl for uh, Doctor Strange uh, and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, have you seen the trailer, everyone? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen it like oh, yeah. seven times. Okay, well I'll, we'll start with Eric because he's the most excited. It's wild. Oh my god. Like the first trailer like at the end of No Way Home, you could tell that Raimi was like part of this. This is this trailer was like full blown Raimi right here. Like mm -hmm. uh just the title cards, the shots, especially the one that goes like the, the shot that goes like into Wanda's eye it's was incredible. Uh it looks like it um kind of does that balance between it kind of reminds me of Evil Dead too. It's gonna do that balance of horror and kind of comedy really well, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited for that. Like, Sam Raimi is so fucking good at what he does. And so, it looks so good. And we got the Illuminati. Oh my god, Illuminati. And it's it's insane. It's so insane. When Twitter was talking about the Illuminati, I was like, what are we, what are we talking about here? I didn't know who the Illuminati were. Yeah. Illuminati were. So I mean, yeah, the comic book Illuminati until yeah. after yeah the Marvel so, I mean, Illuminati. Yeah, it's it's so crazy. Yeah. I mean, this confirms that you know 
with the we hear Professor X, which was insane. It's it's wild that. Patrick How do we Stewart, know that's not, you know, me talking? Wow, I, I was gonna say or Ben. I was gonna say, how do we know it's not the other Professor X? You know, the one. Patrick Stewart has one of those voices yeah, when you hear him talk. Him. How much of so, a fake out would it be? How how upset would you be if they just faked you out? Like, it's yeah. wild and it's insane because like if this is what they're showing in trailers, what the fuck they got for us actually? Like they're okay, like putting out a teaser for Illuminati, which means we're probably gonna get Reed Richards in this movie. We're gonna maybe get Namor in this movie. Probably and getting superior Iron Man in this movie. Probably gonna be, and like so. There's that okay. weird shot everyone's talking. I'll, I'll I'll stop talking. I'm getting on a rant right now. Christian's gonna say something. No, 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 please, 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 please. I want no more. I want no more. So like, so we got like superior Iron Man right here, possibly, um, with this penthouse and like these Ultron-looking robots. And so, like, Tom King, the guy who create, helped create Superior Iron Man, went on a Twitter thing today where he talked about how, I obviously don't know anything about it, but we made Superior Iron Man. Like, whenever he gets mad, he glows orange and red. And so, if, like, you look in some of the shots, there's, like, a headpiece right here where you can see hair. And you can see a little bit of a mustache. Tom Cruise. Yeah, everyone's saying it could be Tom Cruise as Superior Iron Man. But then there's the other side where it's like, this is probably... A variant of Captain Marvel. It could be Monica, like a variant of Monica that's going after Wanda. Okay. Or else, why why would she be going at her there? And then, what I like here is that, like, this movie looks like you see the one shot of Wong in the beginning of this. Like, this looks unlike anything we've seen. Like, the cinematography wise, like, it looked way different. Like, we've seen Wong and, like, Doctor Strange, both Avengers and Far From Home, and he looks way different in this movie. Like, this seems... Oh, it's it's the hair. A, it, I, I was just talking about, like, the filter and stuff like that. Like, the, the filmmaking we have for this. Like, this is dire. Like, this is definitely, like, when uh, Mordo in the beginning... Like, the bill is coming due here with everything that's happening to uh, Steven... And we get like Defender Strange. We have Zombie Strange there for a little bit. It looks wild. Um, obviously, we got Westview shots. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm hijacking everything here. No, it's fine, Eric. It's fine. Go ahead. Is there something funny? Am I missing out? No, I, I'm trying to fix the lights in the background. Okay. So, so uh, like, we got. Um... Oh, yeah, I lost train of thought. And then, you know, online where Wanda's like, you. You break all the rules, and everyone thinks you're, you know, I do that, and I'm the bad guy. Well, it's like, also, Wanda, you kind of took over a whole town against their will. Obviously, that's not the right thing to do here. Yeah, but, like, Steven also, like, messed with everybody's mind. I I, I get that. It's just, I feel as though we're getting to the point where Wanda is probably going to be the bad guy in this movie. Yeah. Like, especially, like, if you look at it, he's talking to Wanda in the orchard, and it's, he's wearing the same thing. Where she has like the freaking hell version of that orchard. Uh, like this is this movie is gonna be wild. And like I said, if this is all they're showing, if this is what they're showing in the trailer, it's gonna be insane. Especially like if you look, slow it down. I'm getting way ahead of myself. Like uh, when Strange is trying to catch, catch uh, America Chavez, um, falling out of the sky. Like you look dinosaurs. If you look high in one of the, in the shot. It looks like they're going into an animated uh, universe, oh. um, and so it's it's insane. 
And like this is probably the best trailer that Marvel's put out in a long time. And it's the best poster too. Oh my god, this poster, poster is incredible. Is awesome. Like Man. Marvel is Marvel makes bad posters, okay? Like their posters are not great. This is a like, I, poster. I give I give shout out to Infinity War and Endgame because you had to put a lot on the screen, but like all Spider Man posters are bad. All the MCU Spider Man The official posters, posters are bad. correct? Yeah. Like right. the uh like the teaser posters are like the one where he's on the jacket laying back or just like the Spider-Man yeah. mask. With, but like the posters are really This is a fucking great poster. And we get this movie in three months and it's it's just so freaking wild. I had no idea where we we're going to go. And that's that's incredible. So I do want to point out that uh, it's been confirmed, I guess, by new rock stars. They, they uh, did a deep dive into the poster and they did say a couple characters are confirmed. I don't know if we want to talk about that now. I mean, if we're just speculating, are we talking about like the Captain Carter? Yeah. And you can see Captain Carter's shield. Yeah, Captain Carter and probably uh, the Vision slash Ultron. That'd be like the Vision like, And also, In what watch, yeah, watch What If, everybody. Yeah. Like, What If is going to have major implications. I would just watch... The Doctor Strange one, uh, and the Ultron slash the one where Ultron. The last so watch two episodes, episodes, I think. Yeah, watch episode four, eight, and nine. You need to watch those episodes for this. Um, Wait, what is nine? Uh, what if Ultron won? Like okay, it's like a. Eight? All right, so eight is what if Ultron won? Then nine is like them getting the Guardians of the Multiverse together to fight Ultron. Oh, okay. So watch four, eight, nine. I would say are the most important episodes to watch going into it. Like you just need to know Captain Carter took the Super Soldier Serum. You don't really need to watch her episode. And then there was the yeah. And then you need to watch like apparently also in the poster you kind of see maybe Deadpool is in it. There's like there's like a little there's I forget what it was but like in the background you can see kind of like two white eyes and um, face. But I'm. So and excited. also, zombies were confirmed again in the poster. Uh, like, so. if you watch the TV spot of this movie, there's that one shot of Wanda with like the glowing red eye. I was like, this is fucking Evil Dead right here. Yeah. Like, this looks really good. Woohoo. I'm excited. I love Sam Raimi. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. Like, if we, thought, if we thought Spider Man No Way Home was breaking the barriers of the multiverse <laughs> we were fucking wrong you know what i'm excited is like, is this a continuation of no way home like it did what he did or if he does something crazier in this movie yeah uh, i'm assuming um, so that it is a continuation like it's it'll probably start off a couple weeks after um just because like the multiverse is literally breaking <laughs> So it's got to, it can't just be like two years later, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> what are your thoughts, Christian? I have no thoughts. You have no thoughts? Are you excited for this movie? No, I'm excited for this movie. I thought, I thought it was a, a pretty great trailer. Uh, visually, like Eric said, like Eric, Eric took like most of my, my notes like about like cinematography and visual stuff. So I don't like really re reiterate those. But yeah, same Raimi's style really coming through. Uh, in this trailer, not so much the the one after No Way Home. Yeah, uh, was like really refreshing. Like it's just it's very cool. My favorite shot is the one uh, Eric started with, which is the shot of uh, the camera zooming into Wanda's eye. Like that is like incredible. 
all the all the spinning camera stuff I think is is awesome. I think this movie's gonna be like visually so awesome to see. Um, I figured out the formula for the, the my maximum enjoyment of movie theater experiences for Marvel movies, which is to eat half edible, not go full. Um, so it's gonna be awesome to to do. <laughs> to, definitely, ha- yeah. definitely have one for this one. Yeah, I won't. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do the full. I don't know. So but, uh, otherwise. Uh-huh. I think uh, the the reason why the the first trailer was so iffy that was like the Marvel trailer, and then Sam was like, "All right, I need you guys to like let me. If you want me to do this, I gotta take over full reins." And... I don't know. I don't know if Sam Raimi directed the trailer. I don't. Think I don't Marvel know if he directed any it, but directors like, direct their trailers. I feel like Sam Raimi see, comes with. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, Ruben. Like he comes with a certain. He's got a, already a problem with. Well, he they were showing off his, his style in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the yeah. first one was a safe one, you know. Yeah, similar to how, like I don't well, I won't bring it up, but I'll stick with Doctor Strange stuff. But yeah, I, after this trailer, um, just just browsing through Twitter, browsing, scrolling, um, I decided to just mute everything Doctor Strange because I don't want to know. It was too much for me. Yeah, like it, the trailer had just dropped, and I already knew like uh, like. F- 15 different possible uh, cameos in it and i'm like i'm sorry i don't want to know this i want to i want to wait for the what what i said i'm sorry for mentioning no i already already saw that yeah there's like a someone posted i was like this is great i like it i think it's it's so fun people who are into this but uh it's like i I gotta mute it I, i have to okay at some point i have to draw a line somewhere for me Feel free to do that on the penultimate Congress. No, I, I would never. I would never because it was fun to listen to Eric. So, no, no, I'm like, saying I was, ultimately I don't care. So, I'm saying but. on the on the on the Twitter on the Twitter page. Feel free to like if on the account, I guess, like mute the oh, words. No. Okay, All right. no, it's okay. All right, it's okay. But I, I do think it's gonna be a really fun movie. I'm Are excited. you kidding me? I'm so possibly excited. way better than the first. Yeah, I, like the oh, first I mean one. the first. And one I like the first one. Was okay. I think the the, the ending definitely brought it down for me yeah so i'm expect i'm expecting this to like soar for me can i just say too the shot of strange getting like shackled and then walking next to the illuminati like robots i don't know what they are just looks cool like i am like i am my interest was like peaked at that moment i was like okay this goes beyond just chaos like something is happening with this like weird order I'm so curious about this. So I'll tell you what. I was actually supposed to be one of those robots. But uh, so John was like, hey, listen, I got a small part for you in the next uh, Doctor Strange movie. And I was like, listen, let's make sure. (laughs) What does John have to do with Doctor Strange? Well, John is like, you know, he's up there with. You know, Kevin. He's getting ready for a Fantastic Four right now. Exactly, he's up there with Kevin. He's like, all right, oh. I've gained Kevin's, I've gained Kevin's confidence. You know, like I, I whatever, he, if I say something, he'll be like, all right, you got it. You know, so I was like, let's just make sure we get Spider-Man No Way Home correct first, and then we'll talk about it. And then I came back to him uh, a couple weeks later, and I was like, uh, so what's what's this role that you wanted me for? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, it's too late. Christian, you I just will, had a you just had a moan real quick. What's up? Yeah, I will say like I, I talked all that smack about me muting words on Twitter, but like legit, the one thing just reading about who the Illuminati were like, oh my god, like you know maybe this is the way mutants are introduced or the the Fantastic yeah, Four. Like man, that's just nice to think about, you crazy. know? Like it is insane. Yeah. It is insane. Well, I don't. This think, movie's gonna be insane. I don't think the Fantastic Four will be like 
introduced in this way, if that makes sense. Like, we'll probably get... I agree. Yeah. yeah. But Reed Richards from, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah, old yeah, box yeah. movies, like, yeah. he might be in it, you know? Yes. Yeah. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I'd be excited to get Griffin again in Richards. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. man. He was okay. Reed Richards' movies were bad for him. Say that again? I said he was good as Miss uh, as Reed. It's just those movies are not that great. Those movies are perfect, okay? For what they were okay. at the time, at the time, they were not bad well, movies. I, I like we had yeah. Batman Begins that year too, and like that. Oh, oh my god! Don't even. I totally forgot we had Batman. No, we didn't have Batman Begins for the first. Yeah, one. we. Yeah, it was two thousand five or both six. Oh five, no yeah. way! I'm telling you, man. I you thought... gotta tell me, like, we have Batman Begins. Arguably, I'm looking at you, camera, the best Batman movie ever made so far. I will I, stand I, th- by that. I agree with you. I Holy think I agree. crap. Some of Batman Begins, like, that ethos is, like, fin- mm. Yeah. Holy crap. I didn't even put two and two together, you know? Wow. I guess you're right, Eric. I apologize, you know? I will say that Fantastic Four one is definitely better than, you know, the X Men movies. You need to get to Guardians, or else we're gonna be well. <laughs> the twenty eighth Marvel movie is so far away, but you know what isn't? Our topic of the show with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two premiere date of May fifth, twenty seventeen. Sync with a mile, amazing. Uh, a budget of $200 million, U.S. dollars, that is, and a box office global of $863.7 million. Made its money back fourth-fold. Directed by James Gunn and a screenplay by James Gunn, Dan Abnett, and Andy Lanning. Uh, here we have on, on, the, on the doc here, I want to leave it up. Uh, I want to know initial thoughts. And I can go first just to get us started because, I don't know, it's, it's fresh in my mind, I suppose. Originally, I came out of this movie uh, the first time I watched it super infatuated in love with it. Like, this is, like, way better than Guardians 1 for me. Um, and I was very nervous for me, for me to rewatch it again. And I think for the most part, coming out of it, uh, this is my second time ever watching it, there are a lot of stuff that I think this movie does a lot better than 1, and a lot of stuff it doesn't do as good. So ultimately, where it ranks, you'll have to wait until the end of the show. But otherwise, I think it's a, still a great movie. Funny and uh, heart heartfelt. Okay, Eric, you want to go next? Sure. Um, I came out of this movie the first time, and I instantly knew like this was not as good as one. Um, there is some pro- There's a lot of problems in this movie, namely that they focus entirely on Peter Quill. Like the g- other Guardians are just mainly afterthoughts in this movie, and um, yeah, that's that Peter Quill is the main focus of this. The other movie, the last movie, was more like coming together. Now this one is, you know what? We got a lot more to talk about. Either way, I did rewatch this movie last year. Still fresh in my brain. Um, it's a much better movie than I gave it credit for. There is a lot of heart to this movie. There's a lot of good parts in this movie. But ultimately, Guardians 1 is still better. Okay. Ben. Um I'm sorry, Eric, but you're, like, way off. This movie is definitely <clears throat> much better than 
uh, Guardians 1, I feel like this is exactly how they should have started the the franchise, I guess. Not the franchise. The, the, yeah, the Guardians franchise. It's its, own, it's its own franchise. Yeah. I feel like they should have focused more on Peter instead of bringing the gang together. Like, I get, like, it's, it's a part of the movie's, like, whole thing. The Guardians of the Galaxy. But in the end, Peter is really one of the... M- major characters of the guardians like without peter i it, it basically falls apart because without peter there is no guardians you know like without a star lord there is no guardians so i feel like they needed to focus on peter and i'm glad that they did at this this uh movie uh i think that the, the story is much better that you got Again, you're you're focusing on Peter, which is what I wanted from the first movie. And plus, like, come on, you know who else is in this? Uh, Michelle Sylvester Yale. Stallone. Ooh, now I take it back. Go, Christian's answer. Who? What did Christian who's say? In this, who's in this movie? Then? I mean, come on. Do I have to spell it out for you? There's so many cool. There's a lot people of people in this movie. movie. I mean, yeah, but like the the villain of this movie, you know. Oh, M A N T I S. Gotcha. Yeah, Kurt Russell. I love Kurt Russell. Very good actor. What a weird pick for you to love of all the actors, Kurt Russell. I mean, come on, Let's Kurt Russell's a cool ass fucking guy, you know. Oh, I'm not denying that. Yeah. So. I mean, Sylvester Stallone is in this movie, though. I mean, yeah, but like, sure. Miley Cyrus is also in this movie. Michael Rosenbaum. Is in this movie. Miley we Cyrus is in this. Bing Rames is in this movie. Where? Hold on, no, we got to back. Wait, Michael Rosenbaum is in this movie? Yes. See, see, Ruben, I'm already on another level over you right now. This is why you should listen to me and not you. So, Michael Rosenbaum is the part of the original Guardians. If you see the Ravagers at the end, he's the ice. He's the dude covered in the ice. That's him. Yeah, that's Michael Rosenbaum and Miley Cyrus. Miley is one of them too. Is the, the robot. robot with just no head? I mean, no body. She's just the head. Where she's like, "I love you guys." That's Miley Cyrus. That's awesome. It's a real shame. And then Michelle Yeoh. Mm. Oh, hi Michelle. Yeah. So if you ever just want to like, if you're in Portland or Baton Rouge anytime, why me like, first? <laughs> I appreciate I'm, it though. Yeah, just go to Portland first. Like I'm sure Christian mm-hmm. would love love to take you out sometime. Just get a cup of coffee and just chat for a little while. If you just want to come kick me in the face sometimes, that's fine, too. I'm okay with that. Oh, imagine. Anyway. Um, I'm going to watch Shang-Chi real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> our back our last... Three minutes. Imagine. Oh, well, I'm not going to press to that further. Uh, our last podcast we did for a movie was Spider-Man No Way Home, and we actually did that one a little bit differently. Uh, we kind of had like a more general discussion and we didn't go plot by plot and i think that served like a way better podcast so what i did if you have the doc open is kind of have very small discussion questions that we can probably go back to that i think kind of center around the whole movie and then underneath i I wrote all my notes as i watched it that if we don't want to um you know help guide us we can we can point to specific moments because i think i i have every single major moment but otherwise um what I want to start with is uh, just, here's a, here's a broad question. We already kind of answered it. No, actually, no. I'll I'll, take, I'll go back a step. Some people on the internet go so far to say that Guardians Two isn't even a good movie, which I think, 
which I think is too is is too harsh on on it, right? I think Eric, you're you're the lowest on this movie. Do you think Guardians Two is a bad movie? Not a bad movie in the slightest. It's a very good movie. Like this movie has a lot of heart. It hits hard, especially like the big moment, the big reveal in it. Like that is a, that. I remember hearing gasps in the movie theater when that happened. Like very audible <gasps> gasp. I mean, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, we just want to talk about spoilers now. I mean, spoilers for a five-year-old movie. Go for it. Spoilers. I like when Kurt Russell. Oh my God. When Ego admitted, yeah, I put the two movie mom's brain just oh. gasp. And then, like, it's wild that that is what that brought Peter out of his celestial high trip, something like that. Like, there is a lot of just, and especially, we're going to get more into it, but like, Drax has a lot of great moments in this movie. But I feel as though it's just like, all right, we're there, so we're not at Peter all the time. Gamora is just, you know, more argument with Nebula. Again, shocker. Mm. Uh, Rocket and Groot aren't even with the group most of the time. Um, and so I feel as though what made Guardians 1 so strong is like they're all together in the same room. Had to deal with these problems. Whereas this one, they're all over the place. And I feel as though... When you get to the end, the ending is great. Like I like the ending yeah. when they're all together. Like when they're all struggling together, that's strong. It's just the problem when they're all spread out in certain parts. That's what I don't like because this group is a family, and when you separate that family, it's kind of weak. Um, visually stunning, but this is not a bad movie. Visually so people who stunning. think this, people who think it's a bad movie are crazy. Like this is a great movie. Yeah, it just falls for me in a lot of places. It's interesting you say that. Because I, I agree with you to an extent. I think for the most part, it like there are failures of like separating group and like. Yes, the this the movie does focus like probably too too much on Peter, because I think you're right. There are moments where like we get like a nice moment with Drax, which is a great moment that like when Mantis you know touches him and he she feels his sadness when he's grieving for his daughter because he's thinking about his daughter. Um, like those moments are few and far between for like all the characters. They're not pushed enough. Like. Uh, Gamora having a moment with Nebula, which you know we probably assume like that's it, all she really she's really given. It doesn't happen until the end. The moment with Rocket, like he has a little bit of dynamic growth, but again, doesn't really happen until the end. Like there's very small stuff piecemeal throughout the movie, whereas the the most of it is just like Peter, 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 Peter. So I think I, I'm fall I fall closer to you of like this movie does have like those kinds of structure issues, but I, you know, I don't know. Well, the Guardians are together. This is a fantastic movie, but they, they yeah. get separated too much, yeah. Like that opening when they're all fighting to uh, that alien and baby group cool. is just dancing around, all interacting. Or the Great. ending, when they're all yeah. interacting. There's there's that one throwaway line where um, uh, Peter asks uh, Drax, Drax, do you have tape? Like, yeah, duct tape would work. Then <laughs> why'd you ask? Because obviously he didn't have duct tape either. Just great the, stuff like that. And the fact is, like, that was, like, kind of echoed, so it's, like, clear audio. It's just, like, you hear it. Like, oh, it's way back. In the in back? There. Yeah. Good sound design in this movie. Very good. Yeah. What about you, Ren? Listen, I guess we all know that, you know, people have different opinions, but, like, is Guardians a, is Guardians 2 a bad movie? No course not this this is insane like i said it dives it gives us a deeper meaning 
uh, not a deeper meaning, a, a deeper dive into the character that is Peter Quill. So, you know, when he betrays us in the future, Infinity War, we bag on him. But, like, again, we get it, you know? You've been through a lot of shit, and shit happens. But, like, I, I genuinely felt like more connected with the guardians after this movie if that makes sense like the like i said the first one was great but like eh, it was just too much happening at the same time uh this one definitely made me more like the guardians more and it made me excited for guardians 3 which is you know probably coming out in the next couple of years or you know seeing them in infinity war with the mm. rest of the gang so, I think a lot of people called it a bad movie, and I wrote it here in my notes uh, because of the jokes. I wrote the question was, "What do we think of the jokes?" Because a, a big topic of contention for Volume Two is that the jokes are just bad, and I think the biggest um, uh, contributor to, to that point is the taser face joke, which I used to think was hilarious yeah. on a second watch. I don't know if I liked it as much. Like there are moments where it gets bad, but like there's still incredible payoffs. In the end, when he's like, I, w I only wish to, uh, for her to know who sent them, whatever, like the coordinates, taser face, and, you know, remember the, the priestess gang, like, laughs. Like, I don't know, it's funny. Funny? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just thought about taser face. That's a great joke. Dude, the jokes, I think, for the, there, are some, there are a lot more, I think, that fall flat in this one as compared to one, but the highs are high. There's this stupid one-off joke that, like, don't eat this, it's not ripe yet. That happens three times before we finally get the payoff of Nebula taking a bite into it and realizing that it wasn't ripe yet. That's fucking hilarious. And I, no, I, I think the jokes are good. I also like the Drax when he's like, I have sensitive nipples. <laughs> and that payoff happens at the end too when he, yeah, they put the thing on him. He's like, my nipples, and he just flies away. That is hilarious. I yeah. do remember, uh, so for context, I, have, I forgot to watch this movie for this week. Uh, hey, you're busy. Yeah. So I do remember liking the jokes more for this movie than I did in the first one. Like, the first one was okay, you know, like, ah, that's funny. But like this, I was actually laughing, you know? Okay. So I don't know if the jokes were bad. I just probably have bad taste. It could be either or. Yeah. I think for the most part, they're funny. I think I would agree with you. I mean, even Eric was laughing at just stupid ass taser face, so. So no it's just Rocket's reaction. Taser <laughs> face. You could have done anything. Oh, he looks. He wakes up and looks in the mirror and chooses the name Taser Face. Yeah. Actually, I I skipped uh, something here. So before we move on to our, our rest of the discussion, it's time to give you a little ad break. This episode is brought to you by Buzzsprout. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners which is why we've partnered up with Buzzsprout to help you succeed. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform to join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. You'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that you drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and much, much more. Following the link in the description below lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you and gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and helps us support the show. Thank you, Buzzsprout. Oh, that was an epic thumbs up at the same time that I went up. That was great timing. Uh, 
Eric, I have a here in my notes here, and this is going to be an interesting kind of question to for us to think about. Um, because you say that Guardians 2 focuses too much on Peter. And you're probably right, right? For the most part, you're right. But I think what that does allow is for, like, a great sense of family drama. Like, Peter really wrestling with the fact that, like, this man who, like, gave him, like, daddy issues because he thinks he abandoned him, right? And he essentially did, right? Seeing him come full circle with the, the actual father figures in his life, I think is, like, a great drama in, in this, like, comedy film. I think well, you're right there, because, like, my problem with, isn't, like, the the themes or anything. I think the stuff with Peter is excellent. Oh, sure. You know, it, like, it talks about, you know, family versus family. What What is family to you? And obviously, for Peter, like, it's the Guardians. The Guardians are there for him. Obviously, his dad, bit of an asshole. Major asshole. Uh, and so, I yes. like all, I like all the Peter stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. When I say there's not... There's too much Peter stuff. Really, like I'm describing a porno really bad. Uh, <laughs> the Peter so, thing. yeah, like it's excellent. The Star Wars stuff is excellent. I just think they focus too much on it when this is the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Make a Star Lord movie or something like that. Like that's fine. But it, like goes back to what Ruben is saying. Like Star Lord is the the glue that holds this team together. So obviously, focus mm. on him. I just. Wish they showed a little bit more of Drax because Drax, with these movies yeah. and obviously the video game and everything, Drax is becoming more and more beloved by me. So I think hopefully, you know, Thor, Thunder, and Guardians 3 give me more Drax. Like, I know they've definitely, Batista, Dave, Batista, Dave Batista has said like Drax storylines have been like cut so much. Uh, so yeah. They're great. Yeah, just, just too much Peter stuff. Yeah, I was kind of think, just looking through the uh, like guiding stuff I have, and I hit I hit like every major scene, and I'm realizing that like it's a two hour movie, and not like a lot happens. Like a lot does happen, but a lot of it does seem to focus here on like uh, whatever's happening with Peter. Like I, I think in terms of like pacing of like what's going on, it's a little weird. It, it doesn't feel as, as, as flowy as or as structured even as Guardians 1. So I think I would give it, give it yeah, I think, I think if it was tighter uh, and more, I don't know, more easily identifiable of like what is happening with the core group and not just Peter, I think it would probably lead to, I, I would probably end up liking it a lot more. Spoilers, I guess, I, I'm like as I'm thinking about Guardians 2, I think I like Guardians 1 a bit more. So like, we, we've talked about this before, and I, I, especially like with Eternals, I think there's a lot of great stuff here. It's just really messy. Like all this, like mm. when Rocket and Groot are fighting the Ravagers in the forest, that is awesome. I thought that was great. Um, it was funny, especially like obviously James Gunn, Time to Music. Like everything is really good when Groot is trying to get all the things. All right, we need this. And he brings a whole disc. I thought it was hilarious, first off. Uh, or like when he brings somebody's toe. toe. Like there's a lot of great parts in this it just doesn't mesh very well together i would I, I will say i would die for baby Groot when that face when we get a close-up of his face and he looks sad i would do anything i i have another question to ask you guys that i thought about that i didn't put in here because I, I forgot so i remembered now so off the cuff here we go you ready baby Groot or baby yoda grogu grogu all the way 
Just straight up Grogu, huh? Grogu. Mm -hmm. Like, because, like... Yeah, I agree. <laughs> For me, I would get really tired of hearing I am Groot, like, every five seconds, you know? Yeah, dude, Grogu just going... Eh. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I just him, like, using the force move. with his hands. Just know? walking around... Just walk. Yeah. It was perfect yeah, for this movie, though. Like, it was perfect for this movie. Like, I think if we had more than one movie of Baby Groot, it would have got very tiring. Much. Yeah. So I think the one movie would be like, especially when he's dancing around, he waves at Gamora. Groot, get out of the way! Hi. Hi. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I think for me, it's all the small stuff in this movie. Like, together makes yeah. it makes it really great. Like, I will say there, there's that one. My favorite scene in the movie. It's just the one shot of Eric already mentioned it of. Um, Russell Ego saying, you know, oh, it killed me to put the, the tumor in her brain. And then that dolly zoom uh, of it, us focusing on, on, on Star-Lord's, like, eyes and his, the, like, eyes changing back to, like, human form. I think it's probably the, the best shot in the movie. But uh, second place, I think, would be, like, the arrow scene aboard the Ravager ship. The visual effects in this movie are still insane. Like, they hold up so well. This movie looks fantastic. The set design on Ego's ship, incredible. Sexy, even. The 700 jumps, when they're all jumping just to get oh, to so Peter Fest's, hilarious. Groot vomiting, need more of that. Yeah. Uh, Any other favorite song moments? Strong choice there, especially with the arrow scene on the Ravagers, like the come a little bit closer. Ah, oh, so good. Mm. Yeah. If James Gunn knows how to do anything, it's it's just style. Almost, almost giving not not close, not giving Edgar Wright a run for his money, but like very similar in my mind, like just set pieces set to like cool music. He's got Edgar Wright without the cuts. You give you without uh, the uh, what? Without the cuts, you know Edgar Wright with the cuts yes. and everything. If you watch, yes. like, yeah, the editing, yeah, for sure, for sure. Wait, I will wait, say this up? one. You got a smile. You got a big smile on your face. Because I what's heard up? what Christian heard too. <laughs> What no, what did I, I hear? Right, because I heard we, uh, <laughs> it cut out when you said cuts, so we just heard you. <laughs> I think I said yeah. cocks. No, I think you said no. cocks. With a lot of cocks in this movie. I also heard cocks. Like, yeah. yeah I, it happens. Burning Inferno, Guardians 3, there it is. A lot of cocks. Oh, man. Um, I had something else I want to say, but now I uh, the dick on my mind, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um, this this one to me felt more James Gunn gunny I guess than the first one uh, mostly through like the style like Gunn's, Gunn really found like his voice like for me there's like a lot of moments that it's not necessarily fourth wall breaking but it is like breaking the rules of of like the movie like um, all the the high what is the high priestess like or, organization called the, uh, the, the, the all the golden people the, the sovereign, sovereign. Like when when they die in their little droid ships, like their arcade machine noises play. Uh, when stuff is happening, like stuff is like bouncing around, you hear like the pinball effect. Um, obviously, Pac Man makes an appearance, and there's like the waka waka noise. Like the, okay. those moments, those moments are like I feel like Gun really just having fun with the movie, and maybe. I don't know. It could be for some. It might not be for others. And like, that's such that tells such great storytelling right there. Obviously, Pac-Man '80s very infused with Peter's DNA. Yeah, right there. The Sovereign. The fact that they don't even get in their own ships. They think they're too. They're, they're much better mm. than that. They're not going to do all the fighting. They're just going to do it from the comfort of their own like 
the Citadel and stuff. And that tells you all you need to know. Like, you don't need to have all these conversations with all of them to know what kind of people they are. You just need to have that one scene that tells you everything right there. Yeah. Or the scene when they're on the, the ice planet and like they're trying to put the red carpet out and it's just not working. The blue carpet. Oh, it was the blue carpet? It's blue. Uh, I, yeah. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Um, that was it's just if you like look in the background there's like it's not miles but like it goes into like you can't see anymore like how long is this carpet just for this one entrance that's funny uh what are some other moments here um oh i want to talk about yondu a little bit because, i was uh, about to say that yeah because yondu is introduced again on on contraction that's the ice planet uh, along with stallone howard the duck makes an appearance um and we get that that line uh, that Stallone says as he's walking away that Yondu is basically being shunned by the Ravagers, like he's not uh, part of the Ravagers anymore because he was delivering children. And you think that Yondu was like, like part of this like slave trade essentially, right? You think he obviously Yondu as a Ravager had a messed up past. Uh, his redemption in this movie is like probably one of the best in the MCU. Absolutely. It is it is incredible. I feel so much for Yondu by the end of this movie. Yeah, same here. Same here. Oh my god, that end scene when he. Oh god, I think it, I I surprised myself when I started crying. When he. Just, That's fair. Yeah, like I was like, why am I crying? Like I don't even, you know, like these characters that much, but like, the movie made me obviously care more. So I, I very well done, James Gunn. And obviously, Michael. I forgot his last name. Rourke. Mickey Rourke. No, that's not. Mickey. It's someone else. It's <laughs> someone else. Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. There you Rooker? go. Rooker. Yeah. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe I have daddy issues. I guess, but like, uh, you know. Just there's like the small flash flashbacks of like you know I don't use uh, my head to control the arrow I use my hut and then like it, you know cuts it obviously gonna say heart uh, Star Lord that has flashbacks of him growing up with Yondu and realizing like this is what's essentially his father this blue alien yeah. um, and then of course Yondu has that great line he may have been your father but he wasn't your daddy and that just and that just hits because Peter then has has to watch him die in space like seconds later it is tragic. Super tragic. Any other favorite moments? I really, and I haven't seen this movie obviously since since Ruby has been born. But I think I mean it really, it's really gonna hurt when we watch Yondu's funeral because that is exceptionally moving. Because like the Ravagers came back and then um, Craig, I think met Craig. Sorry. Craglin, Craglin, that's his name. Uh, he's like he's super excited because everyone came out to see Yondu's uh, funeral. And then there's that one, there's that nice touching moment with uh, Root and Star Lord and Peter uh, with the Zune. Like we found this thing called the Zune. It can hold three hundred. Amazing. Three hundred soft. Shout out to the um, Zune. Yeah. So I love that. I fucking love Zune. It was such a great. It was such a great joke too, because obviously, you know, Zune. No one thinks about Zune, but like Peter. Here's Peter I getting do. so excited about his Zune. I do. In the grand scheme of things, yeah, ex- yeah. Can't go yes. down to the store and buy a Zune anymore, Ruben. Um, and just the song that's played there. 
uh, Father Pat and Son. Stevens. Uh, that is a great song. Uh, if you just look up, like, if Father and Son anywhere, music, look up Guardians 2. If you're on Spotify, look it up Guardian soundtrack. I typically listen to Guardian soundtrack at least twice a month. The whole thing. Uh, I will I will say as like a, an amalgus thing as a mixtape Guardians 1 is probably like my favorite but Guardians 2 like the switch to like more intimate tracks I thought worked so well for like obviously the themes of the movie which is about like family and, and fatherhood like especially that that funeral song father and son Cat Stevens great moment it's, it's epic so song good. choice mm-hmm. I forgot to bring up Mantis too uh, someone brought her up earlier. Someone spelled M-A-N-T-I-S. Uh, I love Mantis in this movie. I think okay. she's so funny. I and definitely she used to be funny in like all the other movies. Yeah. Um, I I know this is definitely not the show to talk about this, but Guardians of the Galaxy, the video game, I had a problem with Mantis just because I was used to <clears throat> this Mantis, you know? Like, she, mm. the, the Guardians of the Galaxy video game Mantis just like would not shut up. Like, she just had too much dialogue, you know? Like, enough, you know? But, like, this Mantis was just perfect. I think that's the problem. Like, we're so infused with these characters right here in the movies that when we see a different version of them, like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Yeah. Um, this is so, Also, Ruben, you can talk about Marvel on the show now because we have Marvel on the show. We have our I heard none of that. Chats. I heard none of that. Anymore. I heard what? none of that. Okay, so I was like, Ruben... You can, talk about, you can talk about video games on here because we talk about everything Marvel. This is true. On this, show. this is true. This is true. So, um, but yeah, uh, I love Mantis, especially. I mean, obviously, the Drax stuff is where she has most of the stuff in this movie, and it's, yeah. oh, it's so good. So, so good. I am certainly you, grateful to be called, to be ugly. Evan, just, I just love the fuck. You have sexual feelings for her. Ah, 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 yes. You must Dude. be so embarrassed. <laughs> one of the things I just remembered had me fucking busting up on the couch yesterday. Uh, at the end, uh, tor- like the, the, the climax of the Act 3, uh, Mantis is putting Ego to sleep and she's holding like this like vein that's going through this rock. Um, and as things are crumbling, like this piece of rock comes and like knocks her out. And Drax goes, Mantis, look out. Like, after she's already down, dude. I don't know why that got me so much. Like, it's just, I forget about it. And it's it's awesome. Great stuff in this movie, eh? Definitely. I like this movie. It's, it's a good lots movie. of, lo- lots, lots of, lo- not a perfect movie. The, lots of, maybe not like so much. But other stuff, lots of love. You know What's what I mean? the phrase not better than the sum of its parts? Is that what, is that the correct phrase here? That sounds that sounds right. It's not better than some of its parts. Yeah, that sounds wrong. Yeah, but it I, sounds right for this for yeah, this. Yeah. What we're saying. Yeah. Like they're like okay. it, overall as a whole, I don't like it as much. But like individually, there's so much good in this movie. Yeah. The yeah. whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Is the the quote. Yes. Yeah. In this part, it's not the case. I also love it when. Kurt Russell and uh, Chris Pratt. I need to stop using their acronyms. Uh, play have catch. I know. He's like he wanted to have a catch with his dad, and he got to have. It's like throw the ball. Oh, I thought that was great. <laughs> or when he. Uh... Oh, is that weird? By the way, like because obviously with Eternals now we know how the Celestials are actually made. 
Um, obviously, Kurt Russell has a different origins. In this movie, he just like it just exists. He's just a, a brain in space, I guess. Yeah. You know, how do we feel about that version of Celestials being born? I don't. I don't know. I mean, it, oh, sorry, Ruben, I cut you off. Go ahead, please. Well, I, I didn't start talking. Go ahead. Uh, like, I mean, it's different. I like that it's different. Um, maybe this is how Celestials are made in the not super official or um, Celestial way. Maybe Kurt Russell just went from port to port, wanted to make new people rather than, um, you know, oh my God, I've already forgotten his name. And Arishim. Arishim. Arishim, how like there's a certain way we do these things. And mm. then Kurt Russell's like, hey, what's up, baby girl? How you doing? I also, I, think, uh-huh. I also think that the Kurt Russell's ego character is like a byproduct of an a, of an eternal that like shouldn't have done what he was doing, you know? Like mm. the reason why he is how he is is because he's a byproduct of that, maybe. Instead of the mm-hmm. giant, you know, looking eternal that we know in from Celestial. Sorry, Celestial from Eternals. I will say, Drax asking Ego um, if he has a penis was pretty funny. Well. <laughs> like, it's a six-inch man. What? Yeah, it's the man. Six inches out there. Oh, the- yeah! <laughs> Fuck. Awesome of the jokes in here. Really good. Uh, um, there's, I'm just thinking of... Okay, you first. I love that the very beginning, it's like he went inside to try to stab it. Isn't it going to be the same thing as when you try to stab it? The same the thing. <laughs> ah, it's so good. For me, when they're on Ego's ship um, and Drax and Starlord go up to Mantis and they like they have a bet. And Drax is like, yeah, you know, if your antennas are used to, um, if a, if a doorway is too short, you know, your antennas let you know that you have to duck. Starlord is like, yeah, and if it's for anything else, I win. Like, cool stuff. Like, cool stuff. I, I'm glad I came around to this movie because, like, there, this is, there is a great movie. This is a great, great movie. Uh, but uh, yeah, I wish it was just a little better. Lot to be, lot to be desired in it. We've yeah, the rocket stuff. He's he's not in it very much. <laughs> so many, so many good jokes. I'm thinking about, especially when we got spoiled in the trailer. Don't push this button. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that that part is great. Very good. Yeah. Uh, the last thing uh, we kind of have to touch upon is like the uh, amount of post credit scenes. Obviously, Yondu um, not coming back. He is officially dead. A uh, great thing for James Gunn to do. Just be like, no, his death is permanent. It it means something. Um, what is Sean Gunn's name? Craglin. Craglin. Craglin now has the. Mohawk that lets him control the arrow. He's practicing. Dad's Drax, by the way. Um, Groot is a teenager. We got that post-credit scene. Obviously, Nebula is on her way to. She wants to kill Thanos. Um, the other Ravagers have gotten together now again, which is I don't know if they will make a comeback in the future. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. But the biggest, I think, um, post-credit scene is that the um, the the Golden Group. The Golden Group, Sovereign, the Sovereign, <laughs> uh, 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 creating Adam Warlock, which we now have casting for, yeah, and which we will see in Guardians Three. It's finally happening. 
So, uh, a question for you guys. So, obviously, uh, in the future of the MCU, we get Endgame, and we see that Thor is now a part of the Guardians, traveling with them, and he renames them as the Asgardians of the Galaxy. Did we want uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 to just have the tape in front of Guardians with the AS? So it says Asgardians? No, because I don't think Chris Hemsworth is in Guardians 3, right? I think he, he might be, no? Uh, the, Guardi- he the Guardians are in Love and Thunder. I don't think the... Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then never mind. I feel like a fool. That's, that'd be a cool design, though. I see what you're saying. I think that would be really cool on a poster. Because that's how they did it with like Volume 2. Writing. Yeah. <clears throat> so just slap on some tape. Shout out to have the titles to be like thematically important, like Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, yeah. Volume Three. Like uh, that was that was a really cool, cool choice right yeah. there. Hopefully the post. Oh, I guess now we already know what posters look like, but it would have been cool if it was like an iPod, like a Zune. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be. that way. Yeah, it would be. All right, Ben, we're gonna pass it off to you. Uh, if you if you remember the the cameo, but like I can. I've, I've, I've I remember the cameo. I think it was. Well, hold on. Let me let me. It's time to... Oh, Jesus Christ. I can tell you what it is right now if you don't Wait, remember. Hold on, hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. Oh, I see. What happened here? I don't know. I can control there we go. That there we go. Uh, it's time to rank the Stan Lee cameos. Uh, I'm just... It's on the screen, guys. I'm just going to start from number five. Okay? I'm not going to do the whole rigmarole. Number five, we have... Uh, hold on. Hold on. Where is it? Number five, we have the FedEx delivery guy asking for Tony Stank in Civil War. Number four, we have... (laughs) Every time, guys, every time. Superheroes in New York, give me a break. The old man playing chess in the park in in the news segment in Avengers. Number three, we have the pickup truck guy trying to lift the hammer, looking back and asking, did I I get it? In Thor. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming uh, was... Ooh, somebody deleted it. It was, ooh. (laughs) Don't make me come over there, you punk. Yeah, that's what it was. Don't make me come over there, you punk. And it was, you know, him screaming from the the, uh, building because, yeah, 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 because Spider-Man, he thought Spider-Man was trying to rob somebody. That's his car. Yeah. (laughs) And, of course, uh, number one, we have World War II vet that gets super hammered at the Avengers party and says, Excelsior, uh, in Avengers Age of Ultron. So, uh, this uh, cameo is definitely, if I remember correctly, he is part of the Watchers, right? He's, yeah, he's talking to the Watchers about all his cameos. Yeah, 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 which, eh, could have been better, you know? I think it could have been better. Okay. So I'm going to... I like... You liked it? I don't know. It's cool to think about, it. especially at that time, thinking like, "Oh my God!" Like this makes sense if Stanley, all his cameos, like, yeah. are are part of like canon basically because he's a he's a watcher. I thought it was like, really cool to think about. I don't know if it's that's actually the case. I don't think well, that's true. Well, I just looked it up, and James Gunn reveals his inspiration for for Stanley's cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. He's like, "I just stole it from uh, I stole the idea from fan theories on Twitter, which I thought were hilarious." Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Eric, I, think, I think it's a great cameo because, one, we get the Watchers. Like, that was a big deal. 
I yeah. when I saw the Watchers for the first time, I'm like, oh shit. And then just, I like the fact at the end, they get so tired of listening to Stanley talk that they walk away. Like, these <laughs> people who have absolute knowledge of everything. Oh. Like, and they're like, oh my god, I, I gotta stop. I can't, I can't, I gotta leave. <laughs> I think looking at our list, based off like the fact, I don't know, it's gotta be worthy of top 10. The fact yeah. that like the Watchers are involved. I would say. And it just catches you so off guard. I would say definitely top nine. You know, like it's definitely better than Iron Man. Him as Hugh Hefner. Yeah, better than Hugh Hefner. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. It yeah. might be better than the bartender in Luis's story for Ant Man. It, it is. Uh, it doesn't have any actual speaking lines in that movie. Definitely not better than the White House Medal of Honor commentator <laughs> who says, "I thought I'd be taller." You know, so I'm gonna say that it's the new number eight. Okay, uh, Eric. I go number new number five. New number five. Uh, you like it more than the FedEx delivery, I, which I also agree with. I don't, I don't think Tony Stink is that funny to me. I think it's, it, it's great in that moment. but like, Yeah, okay. Think, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Okay, so it's, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my answer. I'm going to go with number five. I don't know. I'm going to change it and go with number five. Just okay. You're probably right. It is better. Hey, there are no betters here. It's all subjective. Yeah, but like now that I think about it, like uh, Tony Stank, come on, be better. Yes, this is, this is Tony Stank. Yeah, Don Cheadle laughing his ass off is what makes that oh, got it. so good. Um, okay, so we have it as the new number five. Don Cheadle, love that man. Yeah, new number five. Okay. <laughs> Don Cheadle. Don, Don Cheadle is our new number five. <laughs> okay. Uh, Guardians. I mean, you guys can keep going. Sure, I know. I was also writing. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to put Guardians, too. Okay. Um, so, here we have it. I'm going to start off with 10 this time, just because I need to take as much time as I need. Okay. Our new number 10 is... Damn it, I don't want this work. Our new number 10 is... Uh, uh, is it still that? No. Did you write it in there? I wrote it on the dock. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Uh, the new number 10 is still Iron Man, Hugh Hefner? Oh, yeah, that was number 9. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> Our new number 10 is uh, Stan Lee as Hugh Hefner and Iron Man uh, 1. Our number nine is the bartender in Luis's story in Ant-Man. Number eight is the White House Medal of Honor commentator who says, I thought he'd be taller in Captain America, the first Avenger. Number seven is the Smithsonian security guard who is going to lose his job because Cap stole his uniform back. Oh, my God. I love myself, you know? God, so good. Um, number six is uh, the FedEx delivery guy asking for Tony Stank. Number five, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 with the Watcher on a planet. Come on, Christian. You could have thought something better. I don't know, man. That's okay. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. Um, number four, uh, superheroes in New York. Give me uh, a break. Old man playing chess in the park in the new segment for Avengers. Uh, number three is the pickup truck guy trying to lift the hammer, looking back, asking if, uh, did he get it? Uh, in Thor, 
Uh, number two is the Spider-Man Homecoming one. And number one is World War II vet that gets super hammered at the Avengers party and says Excelsior for Avengers Age of Ultron. Wow. Try saying that three times fast. I won't. You will? I won't. Oh, okay. Good. So is, is he a watcher or is he an astronaut? The world may never an I think he's an astronaut. I think he's just maybe was there for the Watchers to do some rendezvous, possibly. Interesting. Okay. Either way. Um, all right. So now it's time to rank those villains because, as we say every week, what are good are heroes without villains? And I see that someone has updated this list with a new number one. Uh, I don't know who that would be, but whoever. Oh, that made was me this, during the last show. <laughs> whoever made this is not nice. Uh, okay, I'm glad it wasn't me. <laughs> oh my god. That was me during the last show and no one noticed. I forgot You're about a it. Monster. Did, not, did not see that. Just gonna just gonna get rid of that real You're quick. That's no one needs to know. Should everyone know what I wrote? Yes, no. they should. Yes, they um, should. So, what did you put, Christian? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, no, our our new number one villain was Gwen Spine. <laughs> you haven't even seen the movie. Um, I did you, see that part. Did you? Wait, have you not seen Amazing Spider-Man Two yet? No, I haven't. Them? I haven't. No, listen, listen. I saw that part. I just haven't I, seen I, the rest of the movie. We talked about this in December. I haven't had time. I've been moving since for December twenty for over a month. Yes, I have. Yes. Plus, I didn't get the DVD until like a couple weeks ago. DVD. What is DVD? You know what I mean. Everyone at that guy Tuesday on Twitter and tell him what a boomer he is for still getting DVDs. It's a Blu-ray. I'm kidding. Don't at that guy Tuesday other than encouragement and love. No, I'll take the heat. <laughs> He'll take I'll, the shit. Yeah. All okay. right. So we're going to go through our villains right here. We're just going to do, as we said, we're going to do five. First five. Number five. Mysterio from Spider-Man Far From Home. Number four, Norman Osborn himself, Green Goblin from No Way Home. Man, that was a fun one. They're trying to see where we're going to put Norman. You're a monster. I'm not a monster. You know who is a monster, though? Number three, Winwoo from Chung-Chi. Um, <laughs> God, Winwoo's so great. Uh, number two, Zemo from Civil War. And number one, the Vulture from Spider-Man Homecoming, which I'm still surprised. That's when we put Vulture at number one. That's, that's wild. Yeah, it's uh, wild. It's so good. Though. I think I think it's a great pick. Um, so where do we put Ego, the Living Planet? So I will like, give you guys time to think. Uh, for me, I would have Ego uh, probably the new number. Hmm. So what I have here is like what is better. What do I or do I view as the uh, Star Lord father figure turns asshole, or do I like the Bucky friendship with Steve? Because that's it's, where I'm looking at right here. I am gonna say, can I interject here? Wait, the friendship with Steve? Uh, what do you mean? No, I'm saying, like, like, what do I, what do I think is a more personal? What, what hurts more? The fact that Steve is having to hunt down his, his best, best friend, friend and fight him, or is it's the like fact that. that um, Peter has to fight his it, father. You're, 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 you're eyeing number a new number six. I'm eyeing a new number six. Yes, I am eyeing wow. number seven. 
Like it's definitely I, better than Loki, but I, uh, from Avengers. But I don't know if it's better than Winter Soldier. Because I think uh, it all the telling of great villain here, um, because he had his own purpose here, and he didn't like he saw obviously humans as lesser, really, and you know that's so entied with uh, Peter, especially just like how do you just do that to Peter's mom? How do you do that? Yeah. That's awful. Mm-hmm. You know what? Changing it. I'm going to no- yeah, going to number six. Right below Mysterio, Christian number six for me. You go. I, there's nothing I can do. I'm low. I'm way lower than all you guys. Both you guys. What do you have? I, I think yeah. I think ego is like a like I just don't care for him. Like there's like that great moment and that realization, but everything else like I don't care for his his I, I, his um. What's your number? Desire for what? What is it? What is it? What is it called? I wrote it down. Uh, it was uh, his great plan or something. His his plan just to, is this expansion or whatever it was called. Great, yeah. Is this kind of boring to me? Like I I don't really get why he's doing it. Just be just, just because, that's his purpose. That, that's what be he alone. decided. What, that's what he decided was his meaning. I guess. It's interesting because that's exactly what Arishem wants to do. He wants to basically. You can't put it below Arishem. Just be. Like, well, from no, I'd probably put it above. My 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 first instinct was uh, above Taskmaster, uh, before oh below God. Loki, a new number nine. But uh, when I thought about it, I was like, no, well, the the twist of Taskmaster is a lot more like harrowing, and Drakov is like a lot more harrowing than anything Ego does for me personally. Then it's like probably under Ultron. So where do you have it? <laughs> I would put it as a new number twelve. Okay. But I don't. I, if you guys think it's better than him, for sure. Oh, I think Christian made an excellent point. He did. He really did. He made an excellent point because obviously Ego's thing was that he didn't want to be alone. He was tired of being lonely, so that's why he did all this thing right here. And like, honestly, he does have the one great. <laughs> I said the one great villain moment when he reveals that he killed Peter's mom. But other than yeah, that, fantastic. he's just he's just like, yeah, I just want to do this. Yeah, very selfish reason. Christian swayed me. I do want to interject. I think it it hurts more that the backstabbing, I guess, not not the backstabbing, but like his actions. It does hurt. feel that way, though. His actions, yeah, his actions hurt more just because like we, it's a weird thing for me to say, but we didn't expect it. You know, like why would you wanted, uh, an, a, not an heir, but I'm going to just use that as a, as the the word. Uh, you wanted an heir, but the only way for you to actually really get it is to basically give his mom cancer and have him get abducted by <clears throat> by the Ravagers, and basically like you set out this path for Peter to have. And the only reason why you wanted, the only reason why you did it is because you didn't want to be lonely, you know? No, that's not even, that's not even the reason why it's because he can't do it by himself. He needs at least two people. I mean, yeah, but like that also like fits in with the loneliness thing, you know? No, that that's revealed. Like he, that that's not really the point. Like the point was that he wasn't able to do it as a lone celestial. He needs at least two in order to to have everyone like so be cons- everyone become ego. Imagine I just said what Christian did. How about that one? The L in the background. Yes, it is. Oh, 
Hold on. I thought I thought I thought Ruben's background was my background, and I freaked myself the fuck out. I think Chris. I think Christian made a solid point right there. I think it's one of those things where obviously this one moment puts him above all the mid to lower tier villains, but it's not as good. Yeah, I think about Nazca's Loki. Loki will draw stuff. Yep. What? Oh, how did he? Me. Loki's a great villain. Loki's a where great you, villain, but again, what we, did you, we, what did you what did you put him at, Christian? What did you put? Uh, you said above at? Ultron. High for highest highest is um, number nine. Lowest I'd probably put it yeah uh, below Ultron. So anywhere in there. Is no, below I'd Ultron or above. What do you think? The Ultron. I'm still those... thinking that he's number the new number seven. I think he's definitely okay. better than oh, got Loki. In both movies. Oh no. Ooh, that I was stupid for thinking he was better than Loki. I don't know what I was Listen, saying. I would put got him... to get over the fact that you guys are romanticizing Loki. Okay? No. Dude, it is tragic. It he is, is a tragic it villain. It is, but it doesn't get tragic up until uh, uh, Thor 3. I forgot the... His whole existence Ragnarok. is tragic, bro. It is, but like it doesn't get... The cool moment, the hairy moment where he tells and goes to Earth and tells Thor, Father died. It's your fault. And he's got Thor thinking he did all this. Oh I my get God. it. I, I, I hold on. It. I can I can I can answer this question with with just two quick interviews uh, questions. All right. Is Loki mid? What do you mean? Is Loki mid? Answer. Is Loki mid? I don't understand the question. Do you not know what mid means? No. Is he mid? You remember, remember, you're talking to a 26-year-old man who's First actually 52. 28, 28, and I'm actually 28. 86. Thank you very much. <laughs> Do you not know what mid means? I don't. I, I, can't, I can't believe I thought Ego was better than Loki. I'm stupid. I'm dumb. Because Ego's right, mid. I, Loki's not mid. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So we're, 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 where are we putting him? Above Ultron? Below Ultron? Uh, anyway. Above Arisham. Okay. So Anywhere below the, Loki for me. He's the new number twelve. You know what? I can I can do that. I can do that. You can do that. That's yeah, exactly Ruben what Ruben not even fighting for hire. He's like, okay. I, I did. I did. I did. And this is right. what I got. Okay. So right. like it is. Hey, you know what? what? I had to yeah. you know what? Yeah. All right. That. that was a fun one. That was a fun one to rank. It's I'm not gonna Alright, so everyone. Stop. We got <laughs> All right, everyone. All right, new number 12, uh, Ego, the Living Planet. Um, so, yeah, there we go. <laughs> that uh, was a good one. Man, I, I had a lapse in judgment there. Thank you, Christian, for bringing <laughs> me back to the light. I can't believe you're going to put it above Loki. Anyway, uh, it's time to rank. Wait, wait, hold okay. on, hold on, hold on. Uh, we just did what? Villains? Villains, yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh. Sorry, I thought Eric was going to go down the list for number... Uh, well, no, oh. we don't need to. But that's okay. Yeah, that's we know. Sorry, it's not the number. It's the, If it doesn't pass five, what we're going to do is if it doesn't pass the top ten, we'll just leave it like that. Yeah, we all know that Wim was the top three, so that's, that's all everyone needs to know. We all know oh. Green Goblin should have been higher, you know? And Mysterio as well. It's so crazy, this list. Oh, what Green God. Goblin at? We put four? Green Goblin four. as four. It's unbelievable. It's top five. It's top five. That's that's Ruben. The it's fact not... that he did Ruben, Ruben, the fact he really didn't do anything and he's <laughs> number four says a lot. No, 
He literally just comes into the universe and just makes a, a little like uh, the fact that he came yeah. into the universe is says a lot. You have to take account. Fucked up in his whole life. You have to take into account that he, the man also did some crazy shit in Spider Man One. Okay. okay. Okay, but that's not okay. We're ranking the villain based off Spider Man No Way Home. But you also have to rank because no. Spider Man no, One we, is a part no, of the MCU that's, now. That's no, not how this no, works. No. Simple as that. If we're ranking all of the all the Marvel movies ever, of course Green Goblin is in the top three. There is no doubt about that. Okay. But all the right. fact that he came into this movie has maybe maybe ten minutes of screen time. And his okay. number four? Okay. All right. That shows how good he actually was in the movie. All right. Yeah, why don't, why don't right, you move your little boxes around? Think about that. Okay. Ranking the Marvel movies so far, here are the top ten. At number ten, we have Ant-Man. Number nine, Captain America, the first Avenger. Number eight, The Avengers. Number seven, Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Number six, Shang-Chi. Number five, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number four, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, number three, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Number two, Captain America Civil War. And number one, here you go, Ruben. All right, Ben. Spider-Man No, Sp Spider -Man no Way Home. The disrespect. We got there. The disrespect. You can't even pronounce it correctly. I'm kidding. Got there. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm <clears> kidding. <throat> so. I am very curious to, to hear what you guys, where you would rank it. No, Christian, where do you rank this movie? Oh, he's holding the director card right now. Like reverse right now. Yeah. Uh, let me let me check my notes here. Let me check my notes. I, I let me actually let me check my litter box real quick. See where I actually have those. No, no, I I don't do. I haven't done that. I decided to redo the entire list as we progress together. Um, so I don't even check letterbox for this. Good. I do have a notes uh, my notes app just to kind of uh, center me. I have like a, a tier. Don't shame kind of. you for checking my letterbox. No, no, no. It's a no, very no, accurate. It's no, very it's, accurate. It's, it's two different things. I'm not shaming you for your letterbox. Okay. You're shaming Christian for I'm his notes. I'm also not shaming Christian for his <laughs> notes. I'm, I, what I mean is like Christian has like his, the MCU and it's weird. I, I don't know what I mean. You know? Christian has the MCU. Then where are we having that? I have the money? <laughs> It's mine. Uh, I would put it below Guardians of the Galaxy uh, one, okay, and so above above Ant Man. No, above Eternals. No. <laughs> no. Above uh, above Age of Ultron for sure. So somewhere between there. Um. Yeah, I would do twelve below Eternals. Okay. I think all the other ones are stronger. Eric. I can actually agree with that. I was about to say, for me personally, I would put it below Black Widow, but you know he has a he has a stop point. Like I think, while I enjoy a lot of the moments in Age of Ultron, um, Guardians Two is a better movie. I think I don't know why my voice went up like that. I said movie, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I think it's I think number twelve. I think that's a good. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with twelve. Okay. Not that I wouldn't be okay with it, just a number. It's sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm oh, also going to go with um, 12. Wow. Just Consensus. In the, in the sake of argument, because I know I'm not going to win, I would have said that this is probably better than Eternals, just because we get 
like I, I've been saying throughout this whole podcast, sure. we get a, a closer connection to the Guardians. Now I get that Eternals is an introduction movie, but I just didn't feel the connection I felt with the Guardians in this movie. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think on a lot of days I would probably even agree with you that I'd probably put it above that too. But we're gonna stick with twelve, right? Okay. Uh, the two below that are Avengers Age of Ultron and Black Widow. And the two above Guardians 2 are Eternals and Ant-Man. All right. So, again, All great movies. didn't hit the top ten. It's unfortunate. But it is what it is. What can you do? What can you do? Electric Boogaloo. Oh, am I closing out the show? Who, who, how do we do final thoughts? I forgot how to do that. I mean... Thank you uh, for Marvel Mondays. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. Oh, shoot. Hold on. I'm, I'm sorry. How do we close out the show? I don't remember. Plugs. There we go. See, this guy's on top of it. Christian, where can people find you? You can follow me on Tinder in the Portland metropolitan area. Swipe right. Otherwise on Twitter at IsoChristian, where I share all the things that I do, including my movie podcast, Large Popcorn, bi-weekly shows. We're going to be recording Moonlight this week, uh, live on Twitch. Uh, I also do a weekly gaming show every Wednesday at Podcast PXN, um, and then all the stuff I do here for the Penultimate Conquest, including uh, the seafood review that I, I mentioned at the beginning, top of the show. So whoa, 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 whoa. You just, are you just now doing live shows? For live uh, The movie... Movie Club uh, is recorded is, live. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Excited. Excited stuff. Exciting stuff. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Eric, where can people find you? Hi. I will say, I was about to say a, a joke and say, actually, right the last second, the Movie Club is going to say they're going to do La La Land instead of Moonlight. <laughs> no, that's, that is a funny joke. Um, so, uh, uh yeah, go check out Christian's review of Seafood. It's great. I didn't want to be like spoiled on everything, so I only watched like the first half of it, which is really good. Fair. Um, so, yes, um, doing stuff here, Eric again on Twitter. Da, da, da. I am doing this channel's review of Horizon Forbidden West that comes out on Friday. Very excited. Um, so, it may take a sec. Like I said, I uh, got a kid, so I'm going to get this review done as quickly as I can. Um, There's no rush. I, yeah, it may not even be until next month. Who knows? But we will have a nice written review for Horizon Forbidden West and, you know, show our new 20-point scale that we've been doing for reviews. And who knows? Maybe one day Nibel will tweet our what Penelope Conquest Ooh. thinks. Uh, so looking forward to that. Um, we are doing... Yeah, it's been a crazy two weeks for me. I got Horizon, Destiny Expansion, and Elden Ring all within yeah. a calendar week of each other. So We're- it's... It's just, it's insane. Yeah, but you're not uh, touching any of the other games before you finish Horizon, right? Oh no, I that's right. That's true. I'm gonna finish Horizon first, then I'm gonna do the Witch Queen expansion, then I'm gonna play Elden Ring. So. Okay. All right. Nice. Cool. cool. Um yeah, that's fun. Oh, sorry, go ahead. You're good. Okay. Uh we got some stuff in the works for the channel. <laughs> some big exciting stuff, I think. Um stay tuned for more information on that uh i got to, to talk to some people uh probably tomorrow see what's happening with that stuff i guess um but yes we are doing our book of boba fett review finally 
so upset I won't be on that. Again, Eric, you can call in. I just realized that there's... there's Yeah, I just found out that... Well, the last episode, I just realized that they're saying Boba. I had no idea. Yeah, it's crazy. Episode 5 and 7. 5 to 7, Boba Fett. Good stuff. I like the finale. I did, too. I did, too. I even Um, like the weird spinning thing. Yeah. No, no, nobody liked that. Eric, stop. Why are you hey, lying to Robert yourself? Rodri- Robert Rodriguez put that in there, man. No, nobody liked it, okay? Even Ed Boone was like, what the, why? Why is this, you know? What um, is? No, never mind. What? Don't worry about it. Okay. And I don't know if last week we were able to record the uh, Sony acquisition stuff. No. No, I was. I had computer problems. Uh, we were losing like a hundred frames so oh, quickly. God. Yeah, okay. it, was, it was very bad. We're, we may have to shuffle, put that on for another time. Okay. So all right. So you can I'll... do it this week. That's fine. Okay. Uh, I, I'm okay with not being on it. Just we had technical problems that day. So. Again, you know, just call in if we got some stuff today. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So we'll all probably right. do that this Wednesday, and then uh, yeah, we'll see what happens this week. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Excelsior. Excelsior. Excelsior.